we advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... Sofa King. Sofa Now repeat all very fast, please. That's bullshit. My clink? I know, man. It's not my glass, so I'm like, so I don't want to do it hard. I'm pretty much break Dave's glass. I want to break it. Get the clink. What's that? Get the clink. Yeah? Well, this one won't clink. It's fucking weird. This one doesn't clink. So I switched to this. The clink, that's the taster. Yeah, it's got the apple bottom. Something jeans. about I don't know if it was this with this fucking the middle of last episode. I saw get heartburn from that fucking mm. bubbly. I don't know what it was. I feel like we had a really good bonus episode, not because I thought that it was good, but because at the very beginning the clink ding was the best I've heard. In it a was very good, long dude. Time. The it reverberation really on the fucking ding was like yeah, yeah on the clank yeah. it was perfect. Mm. Like it was really good. You'd only know if you're a patron though. Yeah, yeah. good conversations. Uh, too. It was a good conversation. I made a banana wiener joke right before we started. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. 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 My eyes okay. are wrecked, though. Look at my eyes. Okay. Yeah. Jaundice. I was tired, I think. Yeah. Tired of having jaundice. Sick and tired of being a nobody. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something. I fucking totally forgot what I was going to say. Over and again, I want to kiss you all over. Night closes in. I fucking I love it. Until the light closes in. And then that fucking Asian yeah. chick just sitting there in the morning. You know what breakfast? <laughs> you know what breakfast? <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Okay. Have That's you never good. seen Happy Gilmore? Uh, fucking Chubbs died, bro. And then they used oh the scene. God. Yeah, he died. And but they that scene was so perfect because of it. What? Oh, I'm not, I've seen it. I don't yeah. remember. Oh, I've seen it only like, once. once yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It's one of those things where if someone's I've seen it only once I've and they don't that. care and you're super passionate, you gotta give up. I fucking seen like, that you've movie. You've only seen it once. You're that yeah. guy, bro. You gotta watch it. This yeah, is the yeah, best yeah. ever. It's like, yeah. nah, they don't like that it. That movie, dude. My whole family watches that movie. Like, yeah, Sandler just has never like really resonated with me. There, there's certain there's some movies, movies I don't like. Yeah, no, there's a lot of movies yeah. about. He's got some rough I don't ones. Like, Little like, Nicky shit. Yeah, terrible. But there's some good ones. Like what's the one where he's riding the bike ones. and throws up? What the fuck was that one? I don't know. He's got some shit like some like oh. Punch Drunk Love. You might actually like Punch Drunk Love. That's what, a fucking weird or that last one. What's I saw a, Punch Drunk Love. Have you? Yeah. Where he's the fucking plunger salesman. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last one with the jewels? What's the, what's that one? The last oh, one. Oh, that. Uncut yeah. Uncut. yeah I fucking, seen that. That's not his movie though. That's yeah, a wild. Just, that's like Robin Williams doing some some sad shit. You know what I mean? It's one of those where you're like, oh wow, this is a weird character for him. Yeah, he's got some good ones. Blended's good. Blended's good. Blended. Fifty first dates. Fifty yeah. first dates is good. Yeah, I like the wedding singer. Wedding, wedding singer's singer. great. Yeah, I like the wedding singer, but I also don't like the wedding singer. Like, there's a lot about that movie that I'm like, eh, ah, I don't like that part. No, but it's I good, think it's you good. don't. My guess is you don't like the elements of it that are a romantic comedy. Uh, no, no, because I like Blended. I mean, that's it's Blended, a, yeah, romantic, blended's yeah. romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Blended? Mm-hmm. You would fucking dig Blended. 
I get, I'm guarantee you. you I feel like right. he had to cheat on his wife. What's Drew Barrymore? The, what's like the other, he must oh, have. They just, have so many. They've, she's yeah, she's the love so interest. In well, so I don't. Many I don't movies. think so. They, but they have like him and Drew they Barrymore must be good have friends. Really good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. and uh, him and Jennifer Aniston too. Like, yeah. just go with it. Have you seen that one? Uh, with Jennifer I don't Aniston, think I have seen that. Where he's the dentist, and then he like takes her somewhere and pretends to be like. I, I, I don't, don't think I've seen that. No. And then they end up liking each other in the end. You know, it's all the same, you know, same movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in yeah. 50 First Dates, Wedding Singer, Blended. Blended. Is there another one with yeah, Drew Barrymore? I, th- I think there I think is. so, yeah. A more recent one. Not Click, right? That's someone else? No, Click's, Click's not. Uh, he's I'm definitely not got sure. some shit ones, though. Yeah. But some of the better ones is Drew Barrymore. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, like, a big Drew Barrymore fan. No. Um, oh, you know what my kids love? is fucking grown-ups. They love those ones. Yeah, those are all right. Like, those ones I'm are not like, huge on it. Nah. Like, there's some funny parts or whatever, but... Yeah. Like, fucking Rob Schneider with his old lady girlfriend. Like, <laughs> but yeah. They're funny. <laughs> like, ass daughters. They're, they're funny. Yeah, and the hot daughters. Yeah. And then the one not hot daughter. Yeah. They're funny, but yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm not... Those, nah, those are, are pretty funny, though. They are pretty funny. They're funny, but yeah. they're not like my thinking favorites. about some parts. Yeah. Every time I thought about it, it was a funny part, and I was like, "Oh, those are funny." What's the other one? Lost in Translation, where that no. one's like a sad yeah. one. Yeah, Lost yeah. In Translation yeah. isn't that a fucking Bill Murray? No. Oh yeah, you're right. Lost no. in Translation. What's is, what's the what's the Adam Sandler? I know Spanglish. what you're talking about. Spanglish. Spanglish. Yeah. Spanglish. Yeah. That one. That one. That one. Click. Yeah. Some of the sad ones. Uh, yeah, but Happy Gilmore is probably if you had asked me, like I could only pick one movie that like that's the only movie you could watch oh big daddy's good big daddy's good too yeah, yeah. but uh happy gilmore is the movie that would be your that movie. would be the movie yeah i think mine strangely enough be, mine would be the big lebowski i can watch that movie yeah endlessly yeah happy gilmore if happy gilmore's on i'm watching it yeah all my kids watch it they love it luke luke can quote stuff from it sure. like, yeah, yeah it's just yeah so yeah, there's a lot of movies that are just happy movies. Yeah. It's like nostalgia kicks in and you just watch that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Such as one we'll talk about with John Candy. Mm-hmm. There's some good ones, man. Not as many as I fucking thought, though, to be honest. I no, felt but like there's there was a more. couple that are not home alone. But he was a little like cam- cameo, cameo, though. Cameo, though. He's just a cameo. He's just a dude in the truck. That's fine. He's in there. He's part of it, though. He's a fucking polka singer, man. Yeah. The polka, polka, polka. You know what you know they record that. It only took twenty four hours or something. Like they just fucking yeah, yeah. it's fucking yeah. good, man. He did his whole part. Yeah. So we have a. Um, why do I have a voicemail? My phone didn't ring. What's happening? Check it live. Let's just go with it. Bro. We have. Uh, <laughs> well, if your phone didn't ring, that's why you have a voicemail. Yeah, but there's no indicator that my phone rang. Yeah, well, that's why you have a voicemail. It's happening. Because if it rang, you might have answered it, and then you went out a voicemail. Dave's got a date. He's worried. He's like, damn, did I miss the call? Now it's gone. Oh, yep. You missed wow. the date, bro. Oh, fuck? oh, wow. They swiped left on you, bro. It's over. Yep. The robot overlords were yep. calling me to offer me a place. Yep. That was the Illuminati. God damn it. Yep. And I love, uh, I watch uh, Alan's dating process. I'm always like, damn, I'm glad I'm not in the, in the fucking dating world. <sighs> he goes through some wild shit, man. Like all the, there's like Facebook know. dating and there's like whatever the other apps are. And then like brutal. Dude. He went out and then to just to go to like roosters and then there was speed dating going on. And he was like, Oh, mm. like that shit is rough. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that. You have to do something though. If you were single, no, you'd do something. You don't. I don't know. Well, you don't have to, I guess. You just jerk off and play video nah, games. I, mean, yeah, I, I feel like you could find, like, I feel like you could find a date. Like, or you could find, like, somebody to hang out with. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe like, it would have to be, like, an old acquaintance. Like, you got your buddy's yeah, sister. Maybe. That's what went down. Yeah, you knew her because of that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean, that's uh, how it'd go down again or something. Like, yeah. Who knows? I'd be like fucking, you know, just probably awkward to bring up. But since she's a twin, uh, you, you, is it you could talk some shit to like her sister's husband and vice versa. You'd be like, I know exactly what she looks like. Nah, because like, they're not really. They're they don't twins. look the same to me. Not now, maybe they were pretty identical though nah, they when they were younger. Were. I never had a problem telling them apart. No, it's no. a solid hmm. answer right there. But like I didn't. I answer. never did. Some people can never. Ten t- points. Some people Gryffindor. can't tell them apart now. <laughs> like those people who can't tell them apart now. Oh, like, really? They don't even look. They they look like sisters to me, but they, right. they're not identical. Yeah, and they sound the same. They do sound very like similar. if her sister's on the phone. I'm like, fucking, you sound like you're talking to yourself. Like it's fucking weird. <laughs> but I know That's the speech fun, cadence yeah. and like you know you can just tell yeah, the yeah. difference in the yeah. person. Like yeah. enough time know. has passed that there's a yeah. separation. But even when I was young yeah. and hanging out with Steve, like I. I could tell them apart. Like I didn't have any problems. I remember I I'd had trouble. Yeah. yeah. I, I never knew for sure who I was talking to. Yeah. I would just be like, you know, <laughs> which I don't know. Friendly and courteous yeah. and talk about whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a whiskey. Yeah. From- well, you never said, did you say the fucking hot sack? You went on no. a voicemail tangent. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. we didn't say the hot sack. Yeah. The hot sack Back is uh, brought up. to you by El Yucateco hot sauce. Um, every week we uh, identify someone who posted some food um, and or El Yucateco. It doesn't even need to be food. It could be a funny bottle picture. It could be yeah. Teco in the wild. But something and we get some hashtags and everything goes on. It's a on. tedious task to be sure. A lot of time spent trying to decide. Oh, it takes yeah. us forever. It takes yeah. us. Yeah, there's such a. It's I not mean, something a, you can wait till last minute for. It's it. a no. process. Yeah, it's not no. a process of procrastination. No, that's no, no, for no. sure. No, no, no. It, it takes. I mean, sometimes we don't even record because we haven't. Yeah, finished the process yet. that's that's really what's been going on lately there's been so many good posts that we've been missing episodes we just spent hours debating yeah we just can't pull the we'll, we'll come, too late to record we'll get together to record and like it just turns into a fucking why that person should or right. why that person yeah. shouldn't exactly win the yeah it has to be unanimous. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? We've got well, to all finally agree. So. I'll be like, nay. Yeah, and it turns you know? into like a two-hour argument yeah. about. Well, and then we started should. talking about if we should, if it should be unanimous. Should it be yeah. two to one? Right. Yeah, and then that's just the whole. Sometimes we have to duplicate the meal. Yeah, and then also so that too, we can put the sauce on it and taste it to decide whether or not it was worthy. Right. Like it's it's a process. Yeah, and the other time constraint is actually Sarah flying in yes. from Arkansas. Yeah. Because she has to uh, be the final judge. Yeah. She signs so, it. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so it's an it's act, a, absolutely ridiculous. It's a process. process. Last week we were confused because Brad was yelling I, but he just poked himself in the eye with his microphone and we thought he was agreeing. Right. And then it yeah. turned yeah, yeah, out yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. no vote, no go. Yeah. Sarah yeah. had to fly yeah. back. She went home. She's right. like, well, this was a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all bad. Yeah, it's all bad. <laughs> but this week, after much consideration, it is user Chloe7473 on Reddit. Yeah. And she posted um, she got OnlyFans a for picture sure that, that doesn't look great. No. Let me see it again. Um, My exact words. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like dog food. My, no, that's what yeah. dude, I said. My exact oh, word yeah. was it looked like my dog threw up on the back patio. That's it, exactly it does what it does look like dog puke. <laughs> it's exactly It looks it like looks the like. kind of dog puke you want on your carpet if there's got to be dog yeah, puke. Yeah, Because yeah, you yeah. can get it with it's a paper, paper towel. towel. Yeah, it's, it, it comes up and doesn't leave any yeah. residue below it. Yeah. 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 So, so it's a pity prize, really. Yeah. It definitely is. That's, that's kind of why. I tried to make my own version of a frozen meal based on the ingredients list on the box never a good idea no. uh, basically brown wild rice you should lentils. just freeze that shit till yeah. trash day so it doesn't start stinking in the fridge <laughs> yeah i mean did she put xanthan gum in it too no it's, <laughs> it's on the box brown wild rice lentils garbanzo beans sweet potato 
tahine, coconut milk, and spices of my own choosing. Her problem is there's too uh, many starches there. Yeah, and then she, yeah. she yeah. hit it to save it with uh, the El Yucateco habanero and coffee. Fuck yeah, yeah, it'll save any day. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. save anything. So yeah. um, it's probably good, but it looks like dog vomit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it totally does. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost can smell it. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> So thank you. Uh, I'm going to try and replicate it. I'll scoop up my dog's please. fucking vomit and then fucking <laughs> put it put on side a plate. Some black. Yeah. yeah and just see, see if, yeah, see see if, if we can get it. So thank you for your submission. And uh, as always, uh, make a post, uh, hit those hashtags, and we too will send you some swag from El Yucateco. So we have another bottle of the the uh, Shelf Buster Ajani. Um, Buster. Johnny Greenleaf. What's yep. his name? Green? Uh, Johnny Greenmane. <laughs> um, Greenbacks. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he sent us Baker's. That's appropriate. Um, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And we, I think great we category. A, isn't Baker's the one? We have one that's in I the box. So. Not Booker's. That's Booker's. We have Booker's. Booker's. Yeah. So it's a single barrel, uh, seven year aged uh, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It's um, pretty dark for seven. And years, it's very too. hot. Yeah. It's 107 proof. It smells no. hot. So we'll see. Mine's it's in, got a very in, fancy bottle and a very yeah. fancy cork. Mm. Mm. He's got good taste, man. He does have good Motherfucker, taste. Motherfucker. Wow. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like bottle after bottle. I Dude. thought that was gonna be way hot. Oh man, I thought it was gonna delicious. burn. That's one that, that's so smooth. Oh, Matthew D. Adams is worried right now. <laughs> I got the, the shivers to my liver. Yeah, I got the tingles in my dingles. Oh fuck, that's yeah. good. That's the, I, I, when I had this for the clink. I was like, flavor. this is good. I'm still that is great. Flavor. How much is that? That's fantastic. What it's worth every fucking penny. Yeah. That's how much it is. What is it? It's Baker's. <laughs> Baker's here. Oh my God, that's good. And that'll fuck you up too because it's 107 proof. Like you're just going to be sipping on that and it's going to go straight to your head. Dude, that's some of the best whiskey I've ever had. Oh shit, that's good. All of them. Everything. Yeah, everything he's picked has been rock solid. Oh, it's not expensive. How many bottles of this Starlight do we get? It says DoorDash, $39. Instacart, $57. Wine.com, $59. Uber Eats, $37. So it's. I don't know. There's a crazy, but then there's this 40 to 60. And that's if you can get it. But bottle buzz for some reason, it's $299. It's the same. I don't think it's that $74. It says Baker's seven year, 165 ish average. Unless there's some variation of it. That's worth 60 bucks all barrel. That definitely worth $60. Single barrel. So single barrel, man, that's good. That shit's fantastic. This this fucking uh, this Starlight Distillery, the couple bottles we've had is <laughs> those were good. Really, yeah. The first one we had was just god damn it. Now he picks very flavorful whiskeys. <clears throat> what happens? When you just get yeah, it this, from, it's and like, he what? has a shelf too. He's got. Oh yeah, he's got his shelves. fucking shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is fucking, but yeah. he has a lot of the same shit. So he does. He knows he what does. he likes. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. But I, Uber Eats will just bring you a bottle of whiskey. How much mm-hmm. you, you think he's got? Probably, I'd say he has a few thousand dollars easy of fucking whiskey. easy, easy few, maybe five thousand. Easy, yeah. Just looking at, yeah, nice, nice collection, good collection. That's and if something. they all taste like this, like everything he's given us, fuck, dude, that's the one, man. You yeah, just buy got, like five of these and have them back up, you know, on the shelf. <laughs> I like these, man. These fucking oh, starlights, man. Those are. I can't remember, but I had two clinks in that drink, so I better not taste yeah, that one again. I'm gonna drive it. Where's the other one there. at? The first one we had. Uh, that one's that one. The first one we had. Yeah. No, it's in the box. <laughs> that one's not open yet. 
bag. It's in the bag. Yeah, the yeah, single barrel one. starlight. That was yes, great. That was better man. than this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, this I think this really is good. Better. You think that one is better? I think yeah. that one is better. I, that one I believe was better. I can't. I can't argue it because I'll fucking be drunk. This one was good too. It. This one was hot. Remember this yep. one was like super hot, but it was like remember? super smooth. Yeah. I remember. I'm still drinking the fucking Irish one over here, the dude. Oh, Copper Kelly. That shit is great, but I don't. The flavor on this Man. was like, damn. Slain is a cool name. Layers. I better take this box back. There's a lot yeah. of stuff piling up over here. Let's give that picture. Chain of custody from here back to the studio to make sure. <laughs> I might have to stop my house, so I don't know if I can stop at the shop. So, you know. <laughs> So thank you uh, very much. Me, me and Dave are going to dress delicious. up in DEA jackets and fucking show up. <laughs> <at your house. laughs> ah, I'm on. Open your cupboards. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, we want to thank our patrons. Um, we have the distinct pleasure of doing a bonus episode every week where we can kind of let our hair down and relax and shoot the shit without any kind of a format. We usually answer questions um that they post on the patreon app or don't answer them or don't answer them yeah. we might we might ask the question yeah, we might sidetrack ourselves and then yeah. we begin to answer it though we do begin i can't even say that all we the repeat time. the sometimes question we repeat the question sometimes <laughs> sometimes they've asked the question and then we just like yeah. the answers is not if your if your question is good enough it will be repeated <laughs> and yes. there's like a 70% chance that there will be some sort of an answer yeah Provided no, at least a partial an answer. answer. There'll be an answer. It just, just might not, not be to, to your that question. question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know but, a, a weird phrase? I don't know why it's in my head. Shiver me timbers. What yeah. in the fuck? That's what that just gave us. Shiver me timbers. Yeah. What, what in the pirate fuck is that? It's like shake my wood? Yeah. A storm, <laughs> like a storm will shiver shake the, the timbers yeah. of your boat. Shiver okay. Me timbers. Yeah. Shiver me timbers. It's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to shiver me yeah. timbers. It could be. You shake my wood could be good though. Yeah. Yeah, but you're gonna say that different. Yeah, shake, say, my, shake wood. my wood. Yeah. yeah, well, shake my wood. Yeah. yeah, and if you're a pirate, you might just have a wooden leg, and then that gets everything confused. That's very yeah. Confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Shake my wood. Arr. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not sexy when you do it like that. No. Yeah. Shake me wood, boy. So if you're okay. interested in supporting weird? the show, you can go to patreoncom podcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you get all of our bonus episodes. And then for higher amounts, you get other schwigs and schwags and bonuses and Do you think there's enough weird people in the world that you could make piraporno.com yes. and have pirate-themed porn 100, only? 100%. Without breaking character, yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Question is, could you do it without a subscription and still make money? You might have to be like a niche with a subscription. Yeah, I don't know. Do yeah. people pay subscription fees yeah. for porn? Yeah. I mean, they must. Oh yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. there's so much free porn. Why I mean, would they people do that? paid for OnlyFans? Because people like want certain mean, shit. I guess. I yeah. think that's because OnlyFans probably feels more personal because yeah. they're interacting with. That yeah, person, but most right? most like porn now is like they're teasing you with like that, and like if you find a girl you like or a dude, whatever you're right. into, then you go to their thing and do you know you pay for uh, them then you go to their specifically site, yeah. yeah yeah so that's why they put out the free porn to get you like oh i really like that chick so now i'm gonna go i want to go to the site that's what yeah. i want to see you know so you got some pirate porno names like captain uh, yeah. hooker and black bush no, we're, you're two for two black bush yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one-eyed willie that works yeah, right away. that does yeah. work right away <laughs> i don't have very many uh pirate names yeah, that's what i was trying to think of pirate like yeah, the Longhorman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. What's uh, Davy? What's Davy? Fucking oh, Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Davey Jones Cocker. Yeah. Davy jo- Davy Jones. So yeah. you have to have. Yeah, you have Davy Bones. Davy yeah, Bones. Bones. Yeah. Davy Bones yeah. Cocker. Yeah. Uh, that'd be the name of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, Davy yeah. Davy yeah. Bones Cocker. Yeah. Davy Bones. <laughs> Remember there was a there was like a Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. porno that was like super high production that we talked about way back. Like someone had it. And yeah. and we talked about it on the show. I can't remember what it was called though, but it was like a high fucking in production. Like they spent some money. On oh this yeah, yeah. It was the, mm-hmm. the pirate. The pirate. Yeah, there was like porn, a pirate yeah. porn thing. Yeah, he found there was a disc like in on a, a boat. I think someone left a disc in a computer. Oh, and that's shot. Right. That's I was. Right. I seen it. I was there. Yeah. 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 What was it called though? I don't remember what it was called. Hmm. Pir- I, I, Pirates I, of the probably I don't know. It's the golden showers. It's a it's niche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you definitely have a black pearl somewhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. That's the interracial one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or the Shisa video. Yeah. <laughs> you drop a black pearl. Yeah. You know. I think the Jolly Rogers is a sex move of some sort. For sure. Oh, for yeah, sure. That, yeah, that works. For sure. Yeah. That yeah. flag's not hard to ma- manipulate. Yeah. There's a bunch. They will continue throughout the show because oh, I'm yeah. sure. I won't I'm be able sure to focus will. and I yeah. will just be turning gears about pirate porno things. Yeah. That's oh, right. I got the name of the site. What? Clips Ahoy. <laughs> That's like Chips Ahoy. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's Clips Ahoy. Like, 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 like That's clips. a cookie, though. No, Clips. Clips mm-hmm. Ahoy. I think that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty fucking good. Oh, I'm going to keep thinking. I it's think it until so you come yeah. up with a better yeah. one. Yeah. That's well, a I know there's though. a big thing in Portland every, I want to say it's in May. There's like a huge pirate thing and like all these pirates show up in Portland at yeah. the port huh. and it's like, and everybody dresses like cool, pirates yeah. and everybody shows up in various size boats hmm. and they have like this big pirate, <laughs> various size. Well, boats. no, it might be like a pontoon boat yeah, yeah, yeah. or a fucking yeah. fishing vessel got, or yeah. yeah, you pirate yeah. out whatever you yeah. got and then you yeah. dress up like a pirate and everyone just yeah. swarms down. What we should do Portland. is show up and take yo ho ho. We should. We should show up. Real pirates. We should show up dressed like Steal Somali boat. pirates and start stealing their boats. Yes, and kidnap people. Yeah. I am yeah. the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got AK 47s. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're real, too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. Maddox wants to move just so we can get an AK 47. I was like, you can get one now. Here. Yeah, you can get one here. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they're not illegal. And as always, we are a member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, I kind of wanted to say Podcast Nation. Oh, part of the Podbelly Podcast Nation. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) There's no more Google domains. Did you see the fucking, the Stone Cold Steve Austin commercial for the Super Bowl? No, I didn't. Where fucking they, they give him a mullet. Like oh, in, I gotta watch uh, it. It's I'll fucking watch. hilarious. Yeah, you go. Yeah, I um, commercials funny. I did discover the joy of watching the Super Bowl <laughs> on Nickelodeon. Oh, I heard that was really good. Yeah, it was fucking know. fantastic, dude. I didn't watch it. So they've got the. I watched the second quarter on Nickelodeon because I just wanted to see what was happening. So they, the sportscasters for the for the entire game are just like two regular sportscasters, and then it's SpongeBob and Patrick in the booth yeah and they actually have the actors who play them in like cgi costumes so it was like actually spongebob and patrick in the booth live time making calls and busting balls every time they made a call 
that that you didn't know exactly what it meant Dora the explorer would pop up and explain what the call meant <laughs> and then like as people would get tackled there they would get covered in slime and there were like special effects so someone in real time they were trying to they were doing all that this was real time yeah. yes this That's was all impressive. happening real time i was very impressed i was like if you did something like this with regular sports i would watch regular sports there's a ton of conspiracies that there was all kinds of satanic craziness and that's uh taylor swift is a fucking like shill for the government and so she's doing weird. all kinds of weird propaganda so and weird. her boyfriend there was a lot of that there was some weirdness for sure was, yeah. when they highlight and start pointing things out you're like oh what the fuck that is weird yeah, the halftime show weird. is garbage it just, always it is. was just usher sweating yeah that was yeah. weird it always is yeah it pretty, sure. it's always terrible except when janet jackson was there and her nipple popped out yeah. Titty popped out yeah, yeah. there's no titty popping i mean usher's nipples popped out he took the, his shirt the, off. yeah prince was good I don't remember. Actually, that. last year's was good with fucking Dre and Eminem and 50 Cent and Snoop. Is that where the big white building was yeah, or whatever? Yeah. That was fucking good. That I was can't really remember good. it, though. Yeah. My memory sucks now. But regardless of all such things, our topic today is uh, the comedic everyman, John Candy. Um, I have to be honest. It's not my favorite. He, here's he doesn't the thing. bother me. I don't know he's that he's not, anybody's favorite. Yeah. But he's just—he's probably someone's really favorite. Good. He's like—he's like the original dad joke, kind of guy. You he's know every, what I mean? Like he's, he's like everybody's uncle. Joke. Yeah. Because as I was rewatching clips from his movies and from his old, like I like to me, John Candy equals old fucking like nineteen eighties skits from SCTV. Yeah. And it equals planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, that's okay. John Candy of my brain. No, I told you when I was like, I don't know what year that would have been, but when planes, trains, and automobiles came out. 87. After, like, a, a little bit of time had passed, enough for the video store to take down the poster, I had a banner, like, fucking two-day banner. Like, I had mm. a fucking banner, like, from that fucking corner to the end of your oh, fireplace. Like banner. That was, like, a yeah, big-ass banner. That was planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. And it was Steve Martin and John Candy yeah. sitting on the fucking yep. luggage that or whatever. Poster, yep. That fucking poster. Yeah. I had that. That was the whole side of my fucking room. Nice. Because we were friends with the video store people and they would give me I all think, the shit. I think but that I'm, was my room for I, years. I think I'm just a few years young for yeah. the it's Steve just Martin, outside of the it. John Candy. Even the Belushi's a little bit. The Belushi's kept going a little bit, but yeah. but um like like I said, like we were talking about Home Alone, you know, so home home alone. Uh, John Candy's the cameo in it, you know, whatever the polka guy, you know, but like, Here, that's about the extent of my like, Oh, that's like, like for that's, me, you know, John Candy was just this ever present comic force. Yeah. In various comedies. He did a lot of small parts in big movies. Yeah. He did some big movies. Kind of like the comic like, relief. Like he was just. But he was, the, yeah, the, he was always like the, the best main, friend, yeah, but yeah. he was always funny. You know, yeah. This is a weird analogy, but this is what it thinks about. You know, like when you see it, like when you see a dog and you just like love the dog right away. Right. And you're like, come John me, Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like that with him where I'm yeah. just like, I don't give a fuck what he's saying or doing. I love that guy. Like yes. he's a likable. Yeah, you're not, yes. mad. Yeah, yes. you're not mad at Super it. Super yeah, likable. You're not mad at it. The movie could yeah. suck. Yeah, and you still be like, yeah. But, but sometimes but I love John Candy. Yeah. It was John sometimes Candy. Like, yeah, it was fine. The Great Outdoors, fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Summer Rental, fucking love that movie, dude. I, there's so many fucking John Candy movies from my. I even, so I good in Stripes. Like, um, oh, Stripes uh, was my favorite uh, fucking movie when I grew up, dude. Oh, same thing with um, what's his name, Chevy Chase. You know what I mean? Like Chevy Chase, like classic. You know what I mean? Like I, I appreciate Chevy Chase's comedy. And some of the stuff he does is funny, like, but I, I think I'm just like, 
one generation removed sure, or, or even that. a half a generation removed from that. Like I was just too young. Uh, some of this stuff doesn't resonate. You know what I mean? There's so, certain things like Dan Aykroyd's voice. If I yeah. hear Dan Aykroyd's voice, it's just pure nostalgia in my ear. Yeah. John, John yeah. Candy's voice is like that too. Chevy Chase is more facial expression. Some of those are like, like, like falling and like Dan Aykroyd and stuff, you know, was in Coneheads and I, I like, I love Coneheads. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I, like that's we more. We need to do an episode on his crazy ass. Probably. Yeah. His dragon hunting yeah, fucking. Fucking dragnet. You know, we have like, his vodka yeah, so, in, the, in the studio. Uh, and yeah, I feel do. like Dan Aykroyd, I, I, I'm more uh, in yeah, line with because right. like as I was growing up, like some of his main hits, you know, at the time, like I watched those, like those were something that were like part of my childhood. Sure. John Candy, not as much. You right. Know? Right. Uh, but I appreciate it though. I understand, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the, yeah. The Stripes was like, I don't know what it was, was about that. Know? I love that fucking Great movie, movie well. dude. Plus, I think they showed some titties in there too, right? Wasn't yeah, that the mud sure. wrestling yeah, scene? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was just naked yeah. chicks. Yeah. I watched some documentary and they're like, he really didn't like it because it was like a fat joke. And I was like, but you know, he, he he put in the effort. I was like, put in the effort. There's like seven naked ass topless women in mud all over. Him. Well, there were a lot of things. Like even on one, uh, he got in a huge fight with the director. I forget which movie it was because in the script, he his character called the female lead a bitch. He didn't want to And do he it. was like, I'm I'm not going to say that line. Right. Like I'm not going to call her a bitch. Like I can't do it. And there was like a huge, you know, hubbub with the with the director. But so he's a Canuck. He was born in Canada. Um he grew up in Toronto. Um his father was like a pillar of the community. He spent six years, I'm assuming this is a thing, because I read about it with a Canadian Scottish regiment in world war two. So he spent six years with this regiment and spent multiple six years. years in world war two, bro. Ooh, I don't even know that it went. I don't think they were even involved for six years, Yeah, but he was in the regiment for six years. And like, he was there for most of the war, you know, just rough. roughness. And he came back and he was just a great guy and a pillar of the community. And he died of a sudden heart attack when he was 35. Um, but, and that was when he was about, John Candy was about four years old. Um, so he was raised by his mother and his aunt and grandparents. Um, he was a big uh, athlete, actually. He's six foot two, so he's a pretty big guy. Yeah. And he did football, he did hockey. Um, and he was always super interested in sports. Like he was actually going to do professional his football. His dream is he wanted to do football. Yeah. yeah. But he fucked his knee up. Is that yep. right? Yeah. The championship yeah. or whatever, yeah. like they won, but it was like short. He actually got injured during that game. Oh, that, oh that and, and that was like the end of his career yeah. for that. Um, and it even ties in later as we'll talk because eventually he owns a football team. But so he's always like a, a it's big, the team he aspired to go play for. Oh, is that yeah, it? That's, that's, that was that the point. next oh, level. Like cool. if he, yeah, if he would have gone on, that's where that's that where would be the gone. goal. Yeah. Right. Right. So he went to a couple of colleges. He went to a community college in Toronto and he fell in for journalism and acting. Um, and then in 1971, he uh, dropped out of school because he wanted to be an actor. So, he did like reading through his his biography. It's just a million fucking TV shows and weird Canadian movies. And he was a sort of a bit player and just, you know, a working actor for years before he blew up. So he did some stuff in Canada um, just to pay the rent. 
uh, I wonder if some of that can't even be had. You know what I mean? Like probably crazy footage. It's like probably nah, weird Canadian show somewhere in a vault. Maybe there's some fucking film of well, it. It's like it's somewhere in the notes. I don't remember what it was, but like one of the shows he was in, it said that they think that there were three of them aired, yeah, but that no one knows because none of them survived. Oh I was, wow! I was and thinking like. like Man, how many? How much talent has came from Canada? You know what I mean. So like much Jim, comed- Jim Carrey's from yeah. Canada. You Bieber. know what I mean. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, Norm, there's tons Norm of musicians, McDonald, tons of musicians, fucking, uh, and tons of magicians. Yeah, you know. But yeah, like Ryan Reynolds, ton of people from Canada. Um, yeah, no, ton, and like half of Saturday Night Live is from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day, Dan yeah. Aykroyd, I think, yeah. is from Canada. Ryan Reynolds, Jim Carrey, Ryan Gosling, uh, Rachel McAdams, Seth Rogen, uh, Elliot Page. Um, Raymond Burr, and that's an old one. Michael J. Fox, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Um, someone I don't know. Michael Sarah, William Shatner, Keanu Reeves. I didn't know Keanu Reeves either. Mm, well, I didn't know that. Um, Mike Fucking Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike uh, Myers. That's yeah, what Mike I was trying Myers, to say. Donald yeah. Sutherland, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. um, Will Arnett. Um, Will Arnett, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, Rick Moranis. Dang, like all that fucking Phil Hartman, yeah, Leslie Nielsen, <laughs> and that's John just like a, that's just some notables, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, like, there's yeah. Tons I'm gonna of say this like, one: Hayden Christensen, but that guy can go cry somewhere. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Martin Short, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Alan Thicke, um, fucking who else here? Tommy Chong, Robin. Uh, I'm skipping some shit here. Yeah, because uh, Cheech and Chong started in yeah. Canada. Yeah, I'm skipping some. Matthew Perry, rest in peace. Yep. Um, rest in pieces. <laughs> Uh, might be Jason Pre- Jason Priestley. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Bill, rest in peace. What about Bill Paxton? <laughs> He's from here. Um, that's the that's the top list. There's probably more. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's tons sure. more. But damn, dude, that I did some of those I did not know. No, a lot of yeah. and then if you look at uh, come from there. Uh, musicians too are just fucking. Yeah, it's just is. Oh, yeah, that, that was just crazy. actors. Yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of the comedians go through Second City in yeah. Toronto, mm-hmm. um, and then from there they go to Second City in New York or Chicago, and then they that's kind of where yeah. they usually catch a catch a break. I did not know Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I, that, that, I didn't either. That that's why. Yeah. Um, so in these early seventies, he meets Dan Aykroyd and is doing just acting gigs with him. This is before Aykroyd's even on Saturday night live or anything, but so they have like a long, so strange, long standing friendship. He's so strange. Fucking Dan Aykroyd. He's fucking awesome. Man, dude. He is. He's dude. just fucking Ghostbusters <laughs> dude. So when he tells the story about what he had to do to the car to get it ready, that's the fucking best yeah, part. Yeah. Where he's sitting there rattling off everything he changed in the car. He's so good. Great. Um, so, uh, Aykroyd convinces John Candy to try out for, um, second city. He tricked him. Oh, he tricked him. He tricked him. He put his name down on the audition, invited him out to lunch and said, Hey bro, I got my audition for second city after this. Will you take me? And I'm gonna need to ride back. So like, it shouldn't take that long. So, um, he tells on an interview on like Letterman or something that he was sitting there with Aykroyd and they called his fucking name. Oh, and he was like, he said, well, no, he's there too. He had his, but he was like, son of a bitch. Ah. And then he said, I went back there and fucking before I knew it, I was in the middle of an audition. And he was like, <laughs> fucking, I got the job. <laughs> he was young. Yeah. He was 20 something, right? Yeah, he was, like he was young, young 20s. Right? Yeah. Young. I mean, cause it would have been in what he was born in 1950 
And he started in Second City in 72? 22. Yeah. Um, That's young as fuck. He just graduated high school. You know what I mean? It's not that far. Yeah, he dropped out of college, you know. Um, But he was so good that they moved him to Chicago, which is where it started. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's why it's called Second City, because Chicago is called Second City. Um, So he ends up... uh, spending two years at second city. He works with John Belushi and Gilda Radner closely. Um, because again, this is pre season one of Saturday night live. So he's just, I mean, he's just like working with comedy greats, you know, they only um, start second city TV in like a competition for Saturday for SNL, because they're just going to fucking cherry pick all the actors. Right. Like literally, if you look at the SCTV thing, it's like, that's everyone. It's fucking Bill Murray. It's every, like everyone's sitting there. Yeah. And you're like, that's SNL. It's the yeah. whole cast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's where, fuck, that's where, that's he where they went. got them all. That's where he went to go like find his yeah. talent. Like mm-hmm. there was no secret. Like that was right. it. That was right. the secret. And it was produced in Canada by Can- Canadian broadcasting, but eventually, um, I think actually NBC who did Saturday night live, they put it on late night on NBC mm-hmm. as well. And I think they were like, fuck it. That's going to be our competition. We might as well be the ones who air it, yeah, you know, make money. And I remember it, it used to be super late at night where I, where I grew up, it was super late at night. SCTV would come on and it was just my favorite thing to watch as a kid. He was hysterical in it. Um, he would, the, um, I mean, it was him and Martin Short and Eugene Levy, Harold Ramis, who went on to write and direct Ghostbusters and all this stuff. Um, he, uh, I didn't he realize would, Harold Ramis, uh, like fucking, like did so much. Yeah, I didn't realize the role the that he played behind the scenes stuff. in that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, and he would do he would do impressions. He would do Julia Child, which was really fucking funny. He did Orson Welles and Luciano Pavarotti, and he had his own characters. He would do, he played a guy named Dr. Tongue. (laughs) And I remember this as a kid. We used to actually do this all the time and drive my motherfucking crazy. (laughs) Like one of the bits they did was that this was when like 3D, like old 50s 3D movies, like the horror movies that were originally in, you know, in 3D with the red Red and blue shitty, you know, cardboard glasses they were just starting to air on television and you would get your 3d glasses in like TV guide so that you could watch the mummy or something, you know, so high tech. Yeah. And they were making fun of this. And Dr. Tongue was like this creepy fat scientist with his Igor. And like, they would hold up something scary and they were like that knife, Igor, it's terrifying. And then they would like take the knife and start like oh, out the like screen. going into the camera and they would lean in and you'd hear the, cause that's exactly what all these shitty old movies did. Yeah. Right. It was like, as soon as they had the gun, the gun was like in the camera and they yeah. back up and put it in. It was like, just cause it was in. 3D. You know, I forgot. I forgot that the TV, were so fucking funny yeah. the TV in my room is fucking like some 3d capable thing. Cause that was cool at the time. My TV's fucking old. But it has like regular, like they look like sunglasses or some shit where the 3D glasses. I don't know if we still have those. Right when Avatar came out. Yeah, and Avatar, it did look fucking kind of crazy. Well, they still, if you, if you, um, I mean, if you go see a 3D movie now, they give you those glasses. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah. But it looked wild. I was like, oh, it was a very subtle. Every once in a while, like, oh, some fucking tail would be like, yeah. Whoa, what the fuck? That's crazy. How does that work? That was the good one. Yeah. Like every once in a while, they would do it. Avatar was the best 3D experience. That's what we watched. Yeah, I would download 3D movies, but you had to make sure it was the right one. Honey, I shrunk the kids at Disneyland. Yeah, but that's at Disneyland. What was it, Captain 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 EO? EO, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Captain Nemo. No, those were really good. 
And Captain and EO would even like off. blow, and they'd blow, blow air in your face. Air in your yeah. face. Seat would vibrate and shit. And yeah. shit. Oh, what yeah, the fuck? Like rats like, running like under your seat. Fully immersive. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he did that and he played a guy named Johnny LaRue and I was watching it and some of it was just like, you couldn't do that today on television. Yeah. He was just like, he was playing Johnny LaRue on one of them that I watched and he was just on the street and just, and he's like this cheesy TV host who's always like introducing this next bit or whatever. And he's sitting there and he's like, so I'm Johnny LaRue on the street. And he's talking and he's just like, yeah, so what our plan is, you know, today to be on the street and get everybody's big take. And, you know, the first thing that I wanted to let everybody know, because I get a lot of letters asking me about this, is no, Johnny LaRue's not gay. And like, he's just like, like out of the blue, like the whole thing was like, definitely not gay. Like he was just like doing that and just like, I gotta let you know, slapping women and calling them hussies and just he, like, he won't call just a like, bitch, like, but he's going to slap chicks. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, no, he didn't. But just oh, stuff on yeah. SCTV right. was like very. Yeah, the one weird one advanced. I watched, it was like little kids with a giant green drag queen that was like supposed to be a fucking drag queen Peter Pan that was like <laughs> flying in and out of a window and singing. Like, I was like, what the They're fuck? They're so is weird, this? dude. The skits are so weird. Yeah. And there's not a laugh track. Yeah. So you don't get that. I'm, comp- it wasn't live and there was no, I'm, yeah. comp- so it was just like this bizarre comedy. You either laughed or you didn't. And it was like, like the yeah. McKenzie brothers, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Like, that's where Spuds McKenzie came from. And I mean, just, I fucking loved SCTV when I was a kid. I liked it way better than I liked Saturday Night Live. Um, I watched in Living Color more. Oh man, I watched in Living Color. I was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking Fire Marshal Bill. Okay. Yeah, let me show you something. Is that jacket fire retardant? Yeah. So he starts to get into film. Um, handyman. Yeah, the handyman. made a movie. Yeah, I dressed up as homie the clown one year for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. Like, he had the fucking the sock with the fucking sand yep. in it. I put my history out. I went to yeah. school for Halloween. Full black Seventh or eighth grade, full black <laughs> I was easy E. never going to be uh, a politician. Yeah. No, no, you were easy I was yeah. easy he was E. easy B, folks. Yeah, I was easy B. <laughs> I had a fucking like flannel. I had the fucking. So what'd you do uh, for the jerry curl? Uh, dude, I don't remember what we did. I Oh, I no, I might have had a motherfucking perm at that point, dude. Because <laughs> at one point I had like the fucking business in the front party in the back yeah. with yeah. steps on the side. Yeah. Well, I remember we sprayed my hair, but I might have had curly hair in the yeah, back. I might have done it. I black, put the fuck. Yeah. I had the Raiders hat on, the fucking glasses, completely black face. Um, I think even my hands were black. And yeah. then I fucking had a gold chain, a black shirt or something, and a fucking flannel, jeans, and whatever. I don't know what shoes I had. Whatever, whatever Reeboks, the CD cover looked like. Some white yeah, Reeboks some or some shit I had. Yeah. yeah, and I fucking went to yeah. the school dance, the Halloween dance, and everyone was like, who the fuck is that? They could not figure out who the fuck I was. Only black guy there. Yeah. yeah. North High. <laughs> was absolutely. It wasn't North High. It was junior high. That was in junior high, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. I had, I was like Mr. Costume for fucking years. When I got to, to high school, I didn't do it, but yeah. I was um, Max Hedrum with a full fucking TV set over solid, me in a tuxedo solid. with a mask, had yeah. turning knobs and all that shit. I was in a TV, dude. Walking around, people are like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's funny. Then I was the principal the next year, and the newspaper came and took a picture of me, and kids couldn't tell who was the principal and who was me because he was short. And I, there's, I found the picture a while back of me dressed up as a fucking principal with the pocket <laughs> protector, with the two pins. I nailed it, dude. We showed up, and he almost had the same shit on. And they, the newspaper came and took a picture that's of me funny. with the principal. <laughs> and then I was uh, 
Bud Budinsky or whatever it was, the cigarette, uh, the, the giant neighbor. cigarette butt. No, it yeah. wasn't the oh. nosy neighbor. I can't remember. That, that is the nosy yeah. neighbor. I don't remember what he was called, but there was a, a don't smoke but cigarette. It was ad. something butt. Something, yeah, like yeah. butt out Ooh. guy or whatever. And we made this yeah. giant cigarette out of foam and it was like tilted over and it had like fucking like hot ashes, like orange, like glowing reflective shit hanging out of it. <laughs> and my face was white in the middle of the cigarette. And then I was full black face. Um, what the fuck? Not I did at least, e, at least you went white face. First. I went full yeah. white face the first yeah, yeah, yeah. year. So you, full you black you balanced face it out. Yeah, it was all right. I did that shit though. I'm just saying right now, like, there's no that pulling that card on me because I admitted no, yeah, it. I did yeah. it. It was okay. I didn't get in trouble though back then. Yeah, back nah, then. Yeah, fine. it was a different time. Yeah. I did something else one time though for a crazy costume. I have to ask my mom. We went all out though. Yeah, we never went all out. You remember how shitty the fucking early 1980s? I sure do. Those fucking masks? Yeah. The fucking stretchy cord shit masks? It was just a masks? fucking polyester shitty like one-use shirt. Like shower with curtain something thing. printed on it. Yeah, it's like a shower curtain with Charlie Brown on mask. it. Yeah. yeah. And everyone was the same shit. You're like, oh, he's Snoopy, he's Lucy, yeah. he's Charlie Brown. And you all had your fucking shitty fucking shirt. It yeah. just came in a bag. That was it. Pillowcase and fucking... Although I guess we it. had the equivalent of going all out because my mom would drive us to the mall in Kalamazoo where it was like much bigger and they had yeah. way more costumes. Like, oh, so we would like look at the costumes in battle Creek and then we would go to Kalamazoo like, and be oh, like, Oh, ba- they didn't have this in battle Creek. Yeah. Like I'm fucking totally going as that, you know? Yeah. So I'm gonna look up Halloween costume. That was, images. Our, that was our go. Yeah. But so he wins two Emmy awards for comedic writing, um, in 81 and 82 on SCTV. And, um, Starts to make a name for himself. He starts to do random movies with people like Rick Moranis, uh, Christopher Plummer, Elliot Gould, Dan Aykroyd. Um, he starts doing some movies, stuff that's just like no one's ever heard of it. And then his first uh, bigger movie. How shitty this Gumby did. is, bro. Oh, dude, that's horrible. It's terrible. Look at that. That's the shit, though, man. That's nostalgic that was as fuck. Shit it wasn't was even Gumby. It was just a shirt that had Gumby on it. And you got a green head. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, Scooby Doo also. Yeah. A just a generic dog pants. mask and then yeah. a Scooby Doo shit. That's actually that's pretty Was good. that Scooby? It's uh, better than the costumes now. Uh, oh, Scrappy Doo. That's Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot about Scrappy. Um, but his first big movie that he was in, even though he played a small part in it, was in Steven Spielberg's 1941, which is such a fucking weird movie. And it's John Belushi. Um, have you guys ever seen 1940? I only saw clips oh, while watching so documentaries. Weird. I saw the tank scene where they go through the paint factory or whatever. I loved it. When I was a yeah. kid, I loved 1941. Yeah, I, it was I, a comedy about the Japanese attacking a small town in California during in 1941. Right. And there was like a Japanese sub just off the coast. And then like John Belushi was this crazy pilot. And it was just such a fucking. They were saying movie. like it was Steven Spielberg's first comedy. And, and John Candy tried as hard as he could to try to like influence it and be like. And he got like the paint scene. That was him. Like oh, was some, it? Yeah, okay. that was his idea to have the tank go through the paint thing. And like he just like he tried. But they were like they said it was just a guy. A critic said it was just improperly calibrated in so many ways. It just was. And it's like John Steve Belushi Spielberg was thing. really funny in it. But the way it was filmed, it was like he had nothing to to do with anything yeah it was just him and his airplane doing funny bits and then it was the like but it line. didn't really fit the rest of the you know eventually it all kind of tied together but it's like they have this comedic genius no with him and you didn't bring him into the main yeah. you know movie you just had him but then again that was probably he was probably super hot shit 
Saturday Night Live and it was like, you got a week to film with me. What do you want to do? It's like, just put you in the plane like that. We only have this much time. Dude, I bet you could bring these fucking shitty 80s costumes back and you could sell them because oh, for sure. the parents would want to buy them. For sure. Yeah, make them parent-sized and kid-sized. Yeah. Like fucking these He-Man ones. Like, every, And there's, there's always duplicates in all these. Like, like other people are like, there's two He-Mans. Like, <laughs> look at those shitty He-Mans. Oh, wow. So rough. I, probably, I think I had that, though. God. <laughs> so yeah. he plays a police officer in the Blues Brothers, um, which, again, isn't surprising. He just worked with John Belushi, and he's friends with Dan Aykroyd. Um, and... I mean, for my money, it's the best movie he's been in. Blues Brothers is like one of my all-time favorite movies. I haven't yeah, seen it since so it came out probably, it. like when I was little. I oh don't remember. Oh, my yeah. God. That I remember parts amazing. from it. I remember how they look. I don't I don't remember any scenes from so it, but funny, I know it's dude. a good movie. Oh, my God. It's good. And he, he plays like the police police chief or whatever. Um, uh, and he does a couple of other things. He... Uh, he does a show on NBC. He gets a show called Road Show, uh, which they called Improvisational Journalism. And he and a tour bus traveled to college cities in the South and interviewed college students during parties. And I think it's like a Porky's. Like I don't know. It seems like they're ahead of their time with this. Maybe yeah. Like, it might have been. Just I mean, it too sounds early. exactly like what the and I can't remember the name of the show, but in the nineties, the late nineties, early two thousands, David Tell had a show on Comedy Central where he would go to big party cities after hours and just go bar hopping right. and talk shit about because he's funny as fuck, dude. And he would they'd be buying him drinks and he Oh, isn't be, David Tell the guy that goes with uh bumping mics? Bumping mics, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Those guys yeah, are dude, fucking he's funny. funny dude. As shit. But he had a show for a couple of years and he would just get pissed drunk walking around these college towns drinking with people. What's but, the other dude on bumping mics? I, I know his name, I can't uh, think of David Tell and What's his name? The guy that roasts does all the roasts. He does all the roasts. God I can't damn it. I Bumping like, mics is so fucking It is funny. so good. If you haven't watched those guys oh. are so fucking quick on their ah, feet. Dude. Like they just are in these situations and they're just talking shit. I just look at it and I'm like, oh, that's why I don't do stand up comedy. Yeah. Because that's how funny a fucking stand up comedian should be. Like there's just no way. And they bust on celebrities. Oh, fuck. And when that fucking. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. We do do sit down comedy. That's right. It's different. I think it's the end of the (laughs) second episode when the fucking vet who ran over an IED and was all burned and missing a hand and he was on bumping mics and he was like, no, give it, like, lay it on me. Like, Uh, you know, and they fucking did, dude. (laughs) It was rough. That's such a great thing. Someone's grandma died and asked us to roast her. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't remember what we said. Yeah. She's still burning. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he gets bigger roles. He plays Dewey Oxberger in Stripes, um, which is great. Um, And uh, he does a, I didn't know this. He did a bunch of the voices in the 1981 animated heavy metal movie, Mm. which I fucking loved as a kid. Such a bizarre movie. Um, He goes back to SCTV um, and they end up doing uh, a new show called SCTV Network, which I guess was probably poking fun at cable television because it's several years later and i don't recall that i ever watched that one um he does a bit in uh national lampoon's vacation 
And uh, he's a security guard or something, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I and he that. hosts Saturday Night Live and Bob Odenkirk um, from Better Call Saul, who was a writer at the time, said that um, John Candy was the most burned potential host in Saturday Night Live history because they kept telling him that, okay, John Candy, you're going to be on in two weeks. And he'd be like, all right. And then Lorne Michaels would be like, oh, but we got Steve Martin. I wonder what he did to fucking fucking John Candy. I wonder what John Candy did to Lorne Michaels. I think it wasn't that. I think it was like you're just barely known enough to be in Saturday Night Live. But if someone bigger comes along, I'm sorry, dude. It's just business. Mm. So I guess he got bumped all the time, but he still was the host twice. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you remember that whole thing with Jimmy Kimmel and fucking Matt Damon, like mm-hmm. he would fucking be like our next guest, Matt Damon. And he still does. Like, he still kicks him off or whatever. Yeah. It's the end of every, the I'm end of every show. He time. says, sorry, uh, Matt Damon, we ran out of time. We'll have you on tomorrow. Yeah. And but a lot of times he brought him out and they would, on there. Yeah. They'll roll the music. Uh, okay. He finally got on there a couple of days. Like, He's Whoa. never been on as a guest. He's like the best. I thought they walked him My out. And fa- rolled it. He's come out several times, and then so he's Kimmel, been there, but he's Kimmel gets all pissed like, oh, and like kicks him. Really? The best. The best was Ben Affleck comes out in this bizarre, like giant suit. And walks out and like oh, sits down and you have no idea. It doesn't look big enough that someone could be in there and they're just laughing. And he's like, Ben, that's an interesting outfit you've got. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's something. And they're sitting there. And then eventually Matt Damon just starts crawling out of Ben Affleck's that's suit. Funny. I gotta find to try and get, hysterical. to try and get on the show. Yeah. That's funny. And they've done remotes at his house. Like these, he's had football players like throwing footballs through, uh, uh, Matt Damon's windows and fucking with him. And that's funny. Like, no, it's really good. He's got an ongoing. That's a thing. that's a funny. That's the Paul Rudd fucking yeah. Mac and me fucking <laughs> like that. That's a. But yeah, and I guess he started it. I don't know if it was on his first episode, but yeah. just like very early on, he just thought it was funny yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know Matt Damon. Yeah. Oh, really? Like he just said, "Sorry, Matt Damon, yeah. we ran out of time," and he just does it every night. Yeah, it's the and, don't be retarded. And they do yeah. skits where he yeah. like the mythology of it is that Matt. Damon lives in the basement of like his dressing yeah. room is in the basement and he stays there every night because he thinks he's going to be on tomorrow yeah. night. So he lives in the basement of Kimmel's theater. That's and, funny. <laughs> that's like, great. Funny. It's really that's that's funny. comedy. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a good it's, ongoing bit. I mean, it's a big suit, but you don't that think is. That, Yeah. You don't think that's why you think it's just a fat. So suit. there's another and, and he's walking, walking around too so easy. Well. I don't know, dude. I think yeah. that was in the Batman days. I think he was like extra yoke, and he's yeah, also he's huge. Around. He's like six four or some shit. That's funny, dude. How you could <laughs> yeah. possibly? That's funny. <laughs> I love that shit. I'll, I'll try to see if I find the part where he crawls out. Where he yeah, crawls yeah. out of the suit. Oh, you know, it's just something I thought I'd wear. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because he doesn't walk around like like there's another grown man. No, you would never think like he's, that. There's some moving. weird bit going to yeah, happen. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like there's a fucking man in there. I don't know why this other keyboard is like on top of my fucking shit, but there he is crawling out. That's fucking funny. It's great. I got to go watch the that whole, Oh, there was funny. a strap. He was hanging from it. Oh, uh, like, there's like parachute yeah. strap. Wrapped <laughs> him into it. He's That's all funny. sweaty and shit. So, still came out handsome in a tuxedo. He's clearly sweating, bro. He's yeah, yeah. His Hell bow ties yeah. all tra- yeah. like trash. And it's awesome because you can tell like Jimmy Kimmel had no idea that was yeah. going to happen. Like so, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so they asked him to play, um, 
Rick Moranis' character in Ghostbusters, and he and Ivan Reitman didn't see eye to eye on how the character should behave, and they ended up going with Rick Moranis instead, but which would have been a completely different Ghostbusters if Rick Moranis was the guy, you know, if he was the key master and running through Central Park with, you know, that would have been a, a totally different Ghostbusters. Wouldn't even have been scary. Right. <laughs> um but then he was he was however in the Ghostbusters uh video with Ray Parker Jr. so he got a little little Ghostbusters action. Um Ghostbusters is a weird movie. It is a weird movie, but it's a fucking great movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um but the thing that really made him finally blow up was Splash. He was he played Tom Hanks' best friend in Splash. Um, and it was a huge, huge hit. It was up for Academy Award for uh, uh, Best Writing. And it was Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, John Candy, and Eugene Levy from SCTV. Um, I think John Candy is actually on the movie poster. Splash. Like, I think he's actually, like, up in the top corner of it, unless mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a different movie. I know he's on the movie poster for Brewster's Millions. Um but he plays like one of the main characters and that was really where people started to notice him. And the film was so successful that uh, Disney pictures signed him immediately for a three picture deal. They were like, this guy's great. Like he's yeah. ours. We need him yeah. to make movies. Um, he gets married. Um, no, it's, it must be something else. Okay. It was Brewster's yeah. billions then. Um, the- yeah. Yeah. Unless he's that mermaid. He got married somewhere in there. And uh, one thing that I thought was interesting was that he hated watching his own films. And yeah. once he was married, I mean, every guys, you're, you're your own. Yeah. Yeah. Your worst I get it. I fully know, yeah. get it. Um, but he, uh, his son told the Hollywood reporter that um, he would send his wife, Rosemary to screenings. He'd go to premieres because you kind of have to, but when they would do screenings to see what the audience appreciated, he would send his wife and she would take a bunch of notes and come back and say, they didn't laugh at this bit. They thought that was funny, but he like couldn't sit in that room. He did sneak in the stripes premiere though. Oh, did he? Yeah, because it was like an early one. He wanted to see what happened. Like, uh, And I guess when he made his appearance, like everyone applauded in the theater. They didn't even know he was hiding in the back row. And when he walked up and said, hey, is there going to be a movie on this flight or whatever? He walks into those two chicks and everyone was like, oh, it's like John Candy. Like they got excited that he showed up in the movie and they actually applaud in the theater. And he was like, this is fucking it. I'm doing it. This is what I'm doing. Like. So he does a couple of other things. He does Brewster's Millions, which was a big movie. It was Richard Pryor. Um, he I don't did. Know if I saw that or not? I've seen it. I can't. Remember I've seen it. it I remember. Yeah. It. I, I remember Richard Pryor. His man. the premises. The Richard Pryor's the main character, and again, John Candy is the best friend. And Richard Pryor's he's like the black version of the Clampets. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Pryor's. He's Long the, he has lost the money, right? Grand uncle yeah, dies. Gave him his money. Yeah. And says, I'll either give you a million dollars right now or you'll get all $300 million, but you have one year to spend $30 million and have nothing to show for it. Oh, I have but seen that. But you can't gamble it. You can't. Like every easy way and you can't own anything. You can't just be like, look, I own all these Picasso paintings. I bought a, I bought a $30 million house. Right. No. So you had to just squander the money and spend it. And that was the whole, to get get 270 million. million. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'd do that. Oh, 
That'd be hard to do back Fucking in the day. Fucking really though. hard to it's do. It's not allowed to just donate to one charity? Like that's no. the, you could donate five percent to charity and you could gamble five percent. Yeah. Oh wow, the rest of you had to spin somehow. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't want to gamble five percent because then I'd be the fucking dumbass. Yeah, you who, win. Yeah. Yeah, you win. <laughs> yeah. God the time you it. don't want to do it, yeah, you yeah. fucking win big. Right. You know? Unless the winning doesn't count towards your I thought about that. thirty yeah, million yeah. dollars. And then that's the best deal. But is buying something for someone else considered charity? No, I don't think you could just buy stuff and give it away. So I don't understand. I'm gonna have to watch this movie then. I don't get what yeah, what was well, a qualifying purchase then. Well, you'd have to, it'd have to be something expendable. You know what I mean? I forget what something he food use catering up. a party. I forget. You know what I mean, oh, like yeah. he, he, I forget yeah. all the details rental, of what the stipulations. Rent. Were. You could rent something. Yeah, I do Brad know was that it was a fucking crazy party. Oh yeah, yeah. That just shit. just go on a have fucking. You ever, have you ever seen Project X? Just go on a private jet global party. The monkeys that no, fly planes. The movie. Yeah, that's you monkeys flying planes. No, 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 no. Look no, up Project not. X right now. Oh, it's not. It's monkeys flying planes. No. With Matthew Broderick. Yeah. That's not it. No. That, sounds, that, that sounds doesn't like sound like the movie where the midget jumps out of the stove and punches the dude in the balls. Project no, X? Sounds like a different movie. That's yeah, definitely a different movie. Project X. Yeah. It's hard to, that one's hard to find, too, because it's like not. Um, 2012 film, Project X. Oh, there's a new Project X. Yeah. Because look, it's a good movie. That the that original movie, is Matthew Broderick yeah, t- teaching not, monkeys how to fly. Yeah, that's right. Sad ass movie yeah. that one. But, but this one, this one is the I premise. See, this the, one, yeah, yeah. And they fucking some young kids. That some that shit. that movie is the greatest progression of movies I've ever in in a movie I've ever seen. Like it goes from like fucking like nothing happening. To the world exploding almost wow. like by the end, it's fucking ridiculous. It's it, it's it's great. Does it show unnecessary wieners? No, not really. Not just, really. Just, just no, a I just, no, they were no. Nece- they were it's necessary. not like that. It's not even like that. It's like it's just fucking like the shit that happens in it. Like it, like the premise, like the kids, like it's his birthday. How many inches of dick total did you see? I don't think any. There's none in it. None zero dick. Yeah. I, I think there's maybe a dick. set of titties. Like maybe one set of titties. Maybe right. like it's not like that. It's fucking. It's just fucking crazy shit. Like they end up like fucking stealing something from a drug dealer and I'm trying the, to figure out what to end, watch the drug dealer so many movies we're mentioning I'm like, watch, watch, watch that watch that mentioning a lot. Yeah. Yeah, watch that it's fucking it starts out I kind of want to like, get my kid to watch like a classic John Candy he can movie, watch though. that one like Summer Rental he can watch that one Summer he can watch Rental. Project X Summer Rental is fabulous have you seen it no. which is actually right where we are because it came out the same year as Brewster's Millions in 1985 I watched the fuck out of that directed movie. by Carl Reiner I was three John Candy takes a restaurant. There's a boat that's a restaurant and he fucking, they have to rehab it and like go into a sailing contest. I seen that on HGTV. Yeah. Yeah. It really, someone really did it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to put subway tile in there. Shiplap. So then he's in little shop of horrors with Rick Moranis, which was huge. Yeah. Little shop of horrors was the fucking huge movie. And apparently his daughter, um, directed like a, I don't know if it was on Broadway, but it was in New York, directed like a live stage version of it because mm-hmm. she always loved that since her father was in it. Did you know that they originally cast uh, John Candy for Rick Moranis's part in Ghostbusters, but he had too much of a difference of what he thought the character should be? Yeah, I said that a couple oh, times. Oh, do you say? Speaking oh. of cast, I had one on my ankle and I took it off. I can't, uh, I can't walk It's crutches. itchy. They're itchy. I they are bad. itchy. His crutches were bothering me. Like, yeah. Real bad. Sucked. I can't imagine if he had played Rick Moranis' thing. I mean, he probably would have been good, 
But man, his parts, Rick Moranis is so good in that. Oh, he's, yeah. He Rattling off done, numbers about how many aspirin well. he buys yeah. and he yeah, saves it because so they're only good. two cents. That guy's piece. weird, though. Like, he's that's awesome. A, that's a strange guy. He is a strange yeah. guy. He's Someone, great, though. Those are two completely different personalities. Oh, completely. Like, yeah. yeah. He's awesome. I love him. It's funny you go back in, in movies and then find out, like, oh, this person was supposed to be cast as this person, mm-hmm. but this person got it. And you're like, Man, if that other person totally got it, different. Yeah, that movie probably wouldn't even have made it. Right. You know what I mean? You know, like, remember uh, Ryan Reynolds brought Rick Moranis back in his Mint Mobile commercial? Yeah. And then someone, oh, punched, yeah, yeah. someone, someone punched, punched him in Rick New Adams. York. Yeah. 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 It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Who punches Rick Moranis, dude? I mean, I would. No, he's not yeah. that punchable. His face doesn't he's, look punchable. Yeah. He's sweet. You can anybody's, pick him up and carry him. Anybody's could, punchable. Yeah. yeah, somebody did punch him. Yeah. That was on the news. Yeah, it was. So then the biggie comes, which is uh, he does Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin, and it was written and directed by John Hughes, who's another person who's probably worthy of God, their dude, own yeah, episode. John Hughes. So John Hughes, like, builds his fortune and all of his Hollywood credentials on, like, teen movies in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then starting with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, he starts to transition into more adult movies. Yeah. Um, not a, like adult Yeah, movies. you got yeah, yeah. to choose your word. Uh, yeah. Grown-up movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. um, and the first one is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And uh, it's become like a sort of unofficial tradition in a lot of families in America to watch it on Thanksgiving because hmm. it's a Thanksgiving movie. Like Die Hard for Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. I just think it's a perfect comedy movie. Yeah. It's so funny. Those oh, aren't pillows. It's, those aren't pillows. It's such a great Old line. J. Hughes yep. or Jews for short. Yeah. Old Jews. Old Jews. Um, what they call them. Roger Ebert put it in his great movies collection. I don't know if I trust and that he guy. said it's perfectly class, perfectly cast and sa- soundly constructed. All else flows naturally. Steve Martin and John Candy don't play characters. They embody themselves. That's why the comedy, which begins securely planted in the twin genres of the road movie and the buddy picture is able to reveal so much heart. Mm. And I truth. feel like that too. Like when you see both of those actors, you do feel like that's probably what they're like. You know, kind of, I mean? yeah. Like that's yeah. they're probably they're like if you met themselves. Steve Martin and yeah. you actually got to hang out with him in some weird environment where you're like stuck at the airport with him, and you're like, "That's weird, I'm stuck at the airport with Steve, Steve Martin. Martin." Yeah, he's just and you actually guy. just chatted it up. I yeah. feel like he would be. It'd be guy. very he close that to guy. that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. just a cool fucking dude. And same thing with uh, John Candy. I, I think it's just a very genuine thing. Like, you know, smoking cigarette, fucking whatever. Like, <laughs> just, I just feel like he likes just, football, like, wants a beer. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he's Norm. Like, he's Norm from Cheers. That's exactly kind of, what yeah. I was about yeah. to say, dude. Yeah. You just fucking read my mind. <laughs> dude, I tried to get AI, like, tried to help me with the cover on this. Like, try to get, because I try not to use copyrighted pictures. I don't right. want to use yeah. a picture of him. It fails so hard. It was doing, like, what's fucking a uh, Roseanne fucking husband? What's his oh. name? Oh. Uh, Tom Arnold. No, 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 that is Roseanne's ex-husband on Roseanne, the actual show uh, Roseanne. Oh, Dan Goodman. D- yeah. Is that Dan? Dan? No, yeah. John Goodman. John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. But his character's Sorry. name is Dan. Yeah, yeah there we go. That's what yeah, happened. Okay. Yeah. But man, it was like a morph of like John Candy, John Goodman. It was funny. like all fucking weird and fucked up. I was like, man, this is Should've not. just used it. No, yeah. it's <laughs> so weird. Nah, you should just <laughs> used so it. Weird. Fuck it. Because it said John Candy on there. And yeah. fucking they'd have been like, yeah, I see there's What's happening? Yeah. Do I Discord um, on my phone? Can I look at it? What should, it was? Yeah. Then he did Spaceballs in 87, yeah. which yeah. I guess that was, was that all the It'd same on year? Oh, Spaceballs is great. He's weird in Spaceballs though. Spaceballs is weird. So it's like 85. He did Man. Brewster's Millions, a Sesame Street movie and Summer Rental. 
86, he did Little Shop of Horrors. 87, he did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and Spaceballs. Like, he's just fucking knocking shit out of the park, dude. He's everywhere. Spaceballs, dude. So Like, good. he's everywhere. Um, and he's, he plays Barf, the half man, half dog. And uh, he said that the apparently, by all accounts, the costume was just fucked. Cause it was, they didn't have a budget. So it was like his ears were supposed to move and his tail was supposed to wag and the machines would just fucking break down all the time. And he'd be stuck in this crappy robotic prosthetic that wasn't working. Um, robotic prosthetic was one of my favorite bands in the eighties. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Dude. <laughs> robotic prosthetic. Um, the, uh, then he was in Hughes's next movie, which was She's Having a Baby. And then he wrote a, a Hughes wrote a film for him called The Great Outdoors, which was really considered another one of his best movies. Um, Great Outdoors with Dan Aykroyd. Um, Remember the, the lamp is a shotgun or whatever? Like there's a shotgun yeah, lamp and yeah. he actually shoots it and it fucking hits the bear's ass and all the hair comes off the bear's ass. It's just a bear butt. Yeah. Like, yes, I do remember a bear, that. A bear I do ass. remember that. Yeah. And then in 1989, he did Uncle Buck again with John Hughes. And um, I, I was rewatching parts of that movie, and it's fucking funny, dude. For years, dude, if you got big pancakes anywhere, you're damn near some Uncle Bucks. Yeah. Like, that's all I can think about from that movie is giant pancakes. And I rewatched the like fucking pancakes. scene, and he delivers it so perfectly where he's talking to his niece's assistant principal who has that giant mole on her chin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's a quarter. And he says... I'm Buck Melanoma Molly uh, Russell's wart. And the he just delivers it so perfectly. And then he keeps stumbling and trying to fix it. But he kept saying pimple and zit and wart and mole. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like all this shit. Yeah. Then he finally gets pissed off at her, tosses her a quarter and says, take this quarter, go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your Like face. what was a quarter for? I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's 10 times more yeah. insulting that he flicked her a quarter first. <laughs> That's not going to get her bus fare. Like, like I don't know what oh, the maybe quarter, that's what it is. Maybe like, here, maybe the quarter fare. was yeah. yeah. Maybe the bus cost a quarter at the time. But um, no, it's a great movie, you know. And it's the fish out of water. You know, he's this like drunken cigar smoking, doesn't know what to do with kids, and he suddenly has to take care of these kids. Yeah. Um, and uh, they tried to make a TV show based on Uncle Buck in 1990 with Kevin Meany, and it failed. They tried to redo it in 2006 with Michael Epps and make everybody black. And that one failed. <laughs> and in 1991, it was remade in the Malaya lamb language where it was reduced as un- released as uncle bun. Like it's fucking like Makes Bollywood sense. or something. I don't know. I just like that. It's called. <laughs> That'd be uncle hilarious bun. if all of a sudden break out in fucking dance scenes and yeah. shit. Yeah. So he does an animated Saturday morning cartoon, which I vaguely remember that was in 89. On Uncle Buck, though, that fucking part about them changing the high school, I thought that was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, I they I built the whole fucking that. high school out. To the, the whole house was built inside of a high school gym. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, they dude. turned the gym, the gym into a soundstage. Yeah. 
and they that built the like entire house well, in there. No, uh, no, they built the right. budget. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they built the whole right. house inside the gym. The whole thing was there, and then they used all the, the offices were there. Yeah. Like editing was in this classroom. Everybody's you know they just converted the, yeah, the high school into the whole sense. movie production yeah. studio. Yeah, and I wonder if they made a decision at that point. You already made a sound, and then you're also you need to film scenes in schools. Like we've already got the school. I wonder if like after that was done, were they like, yeah, scrap it, do whatever you want, or were they like, we built a movie studio with complete editing rooms and shit like did any other movies get produced there i wonder or did some locals like turn it into a tv like yeah, we make tv, TV show, commercials and yeah like you know where was it i don't at? know was it was place? in uh i don't i don't know what city it was in oh uh it was new trier high school in northfield illinois new trier high school um and it was even helpful because there were so many kids in the movie that they needed classrooms to teach the kids in during the day so they could actually just go up the hall into a classroom and learn in a class, you know. But, yeah, I thought that was a really cool. I wonder how many places have done like how many productions have done things like that that we wouldn't ever know about. You know, you'd I'm never sure guess there's a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You'd never guess in a million years that this was, you know, filmed in a fucking high school. Like, sure. The house is built in a sound stage. That's common, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but to do it in a gym so is pretty f- wild. Filming locations matching that high school home alone. Um, uncle Buck, Henry, a uh, portrait of a serial killer. And, what are the fuck? Queen of the Amazon. Say that word. Number four there. What is that fucking word? Zeno? I have no idea. Dang, the English professor cannot what say that, that word. I don't know. Look at it. It's a wild word. Some crazy four. name. Not going to work here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's Leah. So it sounds like they made they, multiple they, movies. Yeah, there. they made multiple movies. So Yeah. So John Hughes must have just bought it, and that was where he ran his production outfit. That, that number four was 74, though, but this is 86, 89, 90. So they did three movies there during the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Scratched my itch. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he did a weird, weird, fucking weird Saturday morning cartoon called Camp Candy where he played himself – and all these like rugrat kids learned life lessons under him. And it is saying the interior scenes of home alone were shot in that fucking high school. That breaks they? my brain. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Now I see that. I'm going to think about they're inside of a high school gym. Weird. I don't even know. So I didn't do that. I didn't really want to watch a clip of camp candy, the cartoon, but I definitely wanted to watch the opening credits and it's the darkest, weirdest, most fucking bizarre opening credits to a cartoonist the lyrics are weird and he's singing it kind of talking it's just fucking weird i was like what executive said yeah that's the opening for our kids cartoon it's fucking so bizarre they were on drugs probably drugs i mean the 80s were highly experimental for a lot of weird things like that like shows were trippy dude like think about he-man and some of that stuff dude weird ass yeah she-ra fucking mask all those fucking magic school bus you ever watch magic school bus they traveled inside of people in the bus yes 
Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, there's some drug shit yeah, for they, sure. Yeah, they would go into somebody's ear canal and go into their brain, and they're just floating around on the bus in the brain, you know? And well, think about learning. the generation that was coming out of, like, fucking the, you know, like, Berkeley, like, fucking, it was a hippie drug generation that was coming to fruition of their education and right. whatever mm-hmm. experimental thing they did. Right. And they were the ones that were becoming those directors, producers, and writers yeah. out of a drug era. Yeah. So that probably makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So they did Home Alone. And they asked him if he could do uh, one scene and they said, sure. So based on his filming schedule, it turned out that he could only film for literally 24 hours. So they brought him in to do the, the scenes with him as the Polka King. And by all accounts that I read, there was hardly a script. They were just like, this is what has to happen. But like all that stuff, like the songs he's talking about, the story that he tells about the leaving his kid in the morgue. (laughs) He made it up up on the spot. I mean, it kind of seems like that, though. You know, like it's like if thinking about it, like I could see that. But they said that like 95 percent of the footage was unusable because nobody on camera could keep a straight face as he was making all this shit up. And once I read that and I rewatched that scene, you can see Catherine O'Hara is barely holding staying in character. Yeah. And they worked together for years on SCTV. So she yeah. even knows what he's capable yeah. of. And she was just but like, she's Canadian too. She's Canadian too. Yeah. Hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Macaulay Culkin's Canadian. Is he really? I so. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not surprised, but um, yeah. So that whole thing is improv and uh, even her son said that that she got notes in the middle of the day from the director saying, you're supposed to be a freaked out mom desperate to get home to your child. And in every scene, you're just the happiest person alive because Hanging you and John are just yeah. busting balls and laughing at each other. But yeah, I rewatched those scenes and they're pretty fucking funny. Um he did a uh, he hosted a radio show like a syndicated radio show like Casey Kasem style which I found weird for like 3 years um he did a bit role in Nothing But Trouble with Dan Aykroyd which I believe is the worst big budget movie ever made What is it? Nothing But Trouble Nothing But Trouble Big Trouble Little China No Nothing but trouble. That. I mean, I think it's, Kurt, I think Kurt Russell's acting in that is worse. No, you've movie. you've nothing but trouble. It's the it's so bad. It is so bad. It is the worst movie. Like, and I can't like I have to say big budget because it's like yeah, I've seen worse like trauma yeah. films and yeah, B yeah. movies that yeah. are meant to be bad. This is meant to be a good comedic uh, film, and it's fucking garbage hmm. garbage wow. penis wow. noses the i've i've seen wow. it a lot i've like watched it Why? so many times cuz so i bad. i was like cuz i can't stop like i couldn't stop watching it <laughs> and i would be it was on rotation on it's hbo it's like watching a train wreck it was like, like every just, summer it was on rotation in hbo when i was in college and i would just be up late at night painting miniatures and fucking nothing but trouble would come on and me and my friend it. steve would be like fuck and then you have to we have to commit really? like you can't change the channel unless you're the fucking pussy <clears throat> Like, you know, oh, and you'd be, oh, it's one of as soon as a really bad can, scene oh, happened, oh, you could just slide that. the remote over to Steve and be like, you can change the channel if you want to. I'm just over here okay. painting. And you'd be like, that makes sense. Like, then. Like, look at that shit. What's wrong with that? Is that Demi Moore? Demi Moore's in it. Yeah. And who else? Chevy Chase. Look at this thing. 
Who's that? Is that Bobo and Little Devil? Yeah, that's Bobo. I've seen that. That looks real. It familiar. could be Little Devil. It's either Bobo or Little Devil. I think. And uh, uh, Digital Underground bursts into the courtroom scene, including Humpty. I, I was going to ask you earlier. <laughs> I was going to ask you earlier what I was like. What's that weird shit I always see with fucking like Dan Aykroyd and a bunch of weird fucking shit? Like, or not Dan? Is Dan Aykroyd? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's like the, the old he's, guy. He's multiple characters. Yeah, because I remember seeing like clips from shit, and I was like, "What is this? What is that? nothing but trouble?" Yeah, weird, man. I encourage all of you to watch it, hmm. and I encourage all of you to let us know on social media if you actually make Who it. Who turned it off the first? End. Yeah, Who turned it off. <laughs> challenge can you get through it. It's fucking rough, dude. Um, you can do a setup like that though. You could set somebody up, put it on. You could and just be like, because if you just said the cast, you'd be like, oh fuck yeah, I'll watch that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, Big Trouble Little China, yeah, like, Kurt Russell, like yeah, I'll turn, that, I'll turn that shit off. That's the shit. I'll turn it off. You don't I've like never, Big Trouble movies? I don't like Kurt Russell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, that's a freaking great fucking movie. garbage. So he played a serious role in JFK, and then I think the last really big role that he had was in Cool Runnings. Um, and cool runnings apparently was supposed to be a serious sports movie about this Jamaican, you know, bobsled team. And uh, that's a great movie. He ended up like John Candy, like personally yeah. talked to the screenwriters and the director and was like, this needs to be a comedy like this, yeah, like, not play this for, like yeah. and they totally changed the tone because of John Candy. And then it ended up becoming a, a pretty big yeah. hit. It would not have been a good movie, like trying to be straight. No, serious. I don't think so either. I think it just would have been stereotypical and weird yeah. and cheesy. But as soon as it's a comedy, you can kind of get away with murder, yeah. you know. And that movie is a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fun movie. Made a lot of money um, in 1991. He and a guy named Bruce McNall and Wayne Gretzky bought the Canadian Football League's uh, Toronto Argonauts. So you don't know who and Wayne that's, Gretzky is? That's who is? he wanted to play with. I do know who Wayne Gretzky okay. is. I don't know who Bruce McNall is. He's the owner of the, of the fucking Juggernauts. What was it? The Argonauts? Argonauts. Argonauts. Yeah. Um, so the three of them owned the Argonauts, and uh, the year that they took over, they won like the Canadian equivalent of the Super Bowl. Um, so that must have been, yeah, I can imagine right? if, I mean, like, if you're a fucking Canadian, dream, yeah. you wanted to be a professional football player, you buy the team you wanted to play on mm. and they fucking win yeah. the championship the year that you bought it. Yeah. Like that's a fucking, he must've been on cloud nine, dude. That yeah. would be amazing. I mean, Wayne Gretzky is one of the greatest pitchers in the MLB ever, yeah. ever seen. Yeah. yeah. In the MFL. And he had a great three point shot. Yeah. Great uh, three point shot. Never missed. Never missed. Never missed. Yeah. From the two point line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, in his sleep at the age of 43 in 1994 in Durango City, Mexico, he was filming a movie called Wagons East and he died of a heart attack. I didn't realize he was so and, young. Wow. How ironic. I know. Why is that ironic? What do you mean? Because his dad died of a heart attack. Oh, I thought you meant because of Wagon to East or something. I was trying to make a connection. Exactly. I like the move you made, though. It was really good. You went, this fucking guy. No. Sorry. Because I know you didn't mean because his dad died, but it's a solid move, and I intend it to be one that I make in the future. If someone's like, oh, you know, someone's, yeah, and then he died in 2003 in a car accident. That's ironic. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> why is that ironic? Oh, you didn't, you don't know? Yeah. You oh, went with it. Yeah. Him, this guy. Over here <laughs> sorry, <that>. sorry. <laughs> I was distracted. We had, yeah. audio, we had audio problems. I was trying yeah. to like multitask. Is that our improv show? Yeah. Like, it's like me and Dave are improving, and Brent's like, I don't get it, guys. Why are we talking that. about purple panties and, and monkeys? You're, you're clipping on line two yeah. over here. I'm trying to fix this. But apparently, he smoked like two packs of cigarettes a day. He was an alcoholic and he did cocaine. Oh. And he was overweight, so oh, yeah. the, it's a hell of a drug. Couple of, couple of contributing yeah. factors. Love cake, and I can imagine it was just like doing that many. I mean, he was releasing fucking two and three movies a year. Yeah. Like he must have been so stressed, like fucking no yeah. downtime. Um, in '97, they gave him a, a spot on the Hollywood Walk of Fame as his star. Yeah, and then I so there's a there's there's a series of cursed movies which I've never heard of before. There's, um, there's a, a Pulitzer prize winning novel called a Confederacy of dunces. And the main character in that is named Ignatius T. Riley. And he won. That's a black dude. Well, that's where, that's where tenacious D got their name. He wanted to do that movie and he was pursuing doing a movie called the, the incomparable Otuk and Roscoe. And he wanted to do a, a biopic based on the old timey comedian Fatty Arbuckle. He's and getting too artsy was the problem with that. Yeah, well, here's the problem weird. though, and these were all in the works when he died. But the, John Candy, John Belushi, Sam Kinison, and Chris Farley had each pursued all three of these films. I've never been able to make it. And they died yeah, while they well, were tr- trying, trying to, to hire fat help. guys that do cocaine. <laughs> 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 they were all they were all like a very specific what, cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that is the yeah. whole I don't think the movie's yeah. cursed. You keep trying to hire fat guys that are drug addicts. Yeah. Elvis Presley was trying to make that one too. Yeah. 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 In the back. Yeah, I think solid yeah. solid point, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the curse. Yeah. It's, it's just the, like the and cast back. member. Yeah. yeah. And um and then finally the last thing that I saw was that. Colin Hanks and Ryan Reynolds are currently in production of a documentary about him. And because uh, apparently because he did two movies with Tom Hanks. And I think when he did the first one, his son, Colin Hanks, was eight. And he kind of and they were really good friends, Tom Hanks and John Candy. So that's kind of like his uncle. And he was able to get tons of footage and he's like good friends with the, with his kids, with John Candy's kids. I hope none of that, sh- that creepy shit about Tom Hanks is true. I want to love Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. But he, uh, so they're doing a documentary. Ryan Reynolds wants to do it because he loved John Candy and he's a Canadian. Uh, but the two of them are producing this documentary. So if we had I done. I look forward to that. That's yeah, cool. I do too. Get some cool, if we had like, done this episode a year and a half from now, we probably would have had a bomb ass documentary to watch. Part two. Yeah. <laughs> or in Canadian, but, part trois. But I am uh, curious to see that when it does come out. Hmm. So that's John Candy. He's not. I don't know. It's weird. It's like he never seems to be like a superstar to me or like a great of comedy kind of like but when like on superstar the cusp, but fuck yeah. when you look at all these movies he did he was like you know two or three hit movies a year some of them that he was the lead in you know i think and it's his like, career 
reflected his personality. I think so he too. Was just the nice, the he nice was just guy. the nice guy. He was yeah. just an everyman. Like he yeah. didn't blow he you away kind of, like yeah. Jim Carrey well, also or look something at weird. Dan Aykroyd's a huge name too, but you try to think of what movies he did. It's kind of a similar type of thing. It's a similar story. It's SCTV. It's yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It's yeah. like fucking the Don't same. Has, yeah, yeah it's Ghostbusters. You know, kind of it's like the same kind of goofy, weird eighties hodgepodge of shit. Yeah, you know, Bill Murray's fucking epic. Yeah, those are big names that you know, Harold Ramis and whatnot. But then it's the same kind of thing like yeah. bill murray nothing. wasn't epic though like it just happened he became it just legend. happened yeah. yeah he became like he's yeah. like like keanu reeves is the kind yeah. of the same kind of weird shit where there's this like iconic mysticism around him of yeah. legend yeah i don't know and yeah. with these guys though it's just like this john candy crew like looking at that it's like he was just in the heart of fucking comedy greatness in the 70s and 80s, yeah. like everybody who was big in comedy, they were working together on SCTV and doing these John Hughes movies. And it was just like, like what a crew to be hanging out yeah. with. You know what I mean? And doing lots of coke. Yeah. So Eric, much, Jesus. so much. Coke. Ah, to be fattened to coke in the 80s. <laughs> like it, it legitimately would have been a writer in his contract. Yeah. Like in, you always hear about like in the seventies and eighties, yeah. like people were like, and I get this much cocaine every day. I wonder if and it really was like legitimately like in the contract, like in yeah. the contract. That's yeah. Crazy. And you can't do cocaine anymore. Can't no, do it's all it. fentanyl. It's all fucking it's weird. Lace kill you you got to make your own. Yeah, you got to go get your own. Yeah. Cocaine you go stomp farm, on coca leaves yeah. and yeah, do whatever they, go, yeah. they do. Yeah. You got to go get your own. You could buy a Gemini. What's that? It's a little, uh, I've been watching a lot of, uh, it tests it for fentanyl, of, right? The thing or what is yeah, it? Yeah. It's a little electric drug tester. I've been watching a lot yeah. of like seized at the border. And, oh, it'll let you check the drugs and you check the drugs and it tells you exactly what's in it. Oh and wow. You just, that's, that's a like laser. Star Trek you shit. just like go zoop and you sit there the and, analyzing and it's like 73% no uh, methamphetamine, that's Star Trek. 23% fentanyl. And it's like, Oh, that's what it is. Uh, cocaine, like an electron hi- cocaine hydrochloride. This one's safe. Yeah, it's only twenty three percent. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. you really wanted to do coke, buy a Gemini, and then you'll know if you. How much is a coke. Gemini? I'm not I trying to do no coke. You can, you can, seems you can get it. Fuck. You can still get it because it's, it's used. For, I mean, it'll reputable. Like because they'll they'll so shine though. it on stuff, and it's like this is latex paint. This is cough syrup. You know, this is. Like it, it identifies tons of shit. How much that is it? Is I, have no I have no, no idea. No, man, you can't trust anyone. anyone. The, the Those titties are fake. Yeah. <laughs> Silicone. <Yeah. laughs> he doesn't really work here. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> that Gemini's yeah. a bit. Yeah, motherfucker, you can't get away with nothing around here. Yeah, he's got uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> The cartel, like fucking strong arms, actual like like just like reputable drug companies, and puts fucking like clay tablets and shit in there that look exactly like whatever pill you think you're buying, and like so even when you go to a fucking pharmacy, like if you go to Mexico uh, yeah. to a okay. pharmacy and think you're buying pills, okay, well just get that right out of it. We're not getting a Gemini. Here. Okay, <laughs> how much is it? Forty seven thousand dollars. One hundred and sixty-four thousand oh, five hundred. I mean, I believe it. That was some magic you guys were throwing around. Fisher Scientific. It's in stock today. We can get one. Yeah. Fucking hell, dude. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. Like that that right there should tell you like <laughs> what I ate by fucking pointing at my yeah. asshole. Yeah. The day before. It's just it, like you know this I mean? crazy yeah, a double cheeseburger with bacon. No, you put like, fries if, with seasoning. If you pointed at your butthole, it'd just be a gay. That's yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's just a laser yeah. spectrum analyzer. That's wild. Yeah. I think that's gonna be like. 
Remember when those used to cost one hundred sixty-four thousand? Yeah, exactly. Now it's on my I'm smartphone. A, I think I'm on the toy aisle now. <laughs> yeah, right there. Quantity, you could buy it. Like, yeah, it's fucking, those things are fucking rad, dude. That's crazy. One hundred sixty-four thousand five hundred. Yep. Yeah. That that's seems a real, unreal. That's a real deal right there. Baby. Oh yeah. That's a fuck. You got to take a class to run this motherfucker. <laughs> No, you don't. Yeah, man. These no. motherfuckers just tap a button and shine Point the laser, it? and they're like, "Yep, it's that's pretty good cocaine. size too." That's it. You, that's you could size. probably, if you bought that though, you could probably it's a good size. Like, employ like, it oh, out. Like, oh, that's C four. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You can yeah. make. You can make some money. <laughs> if you own yeah. that though, you yeah. get that money right back. You'd be oh, like, yeah, "Yeah, we can check that for you." Yeah, yeah. It's gonna cost this much. You know what always blows yeah. my mind too? Have you guys seen the the fucking? What'd you put in my drink? Just have it at the bar. Exactly. You no, trying to roofie me? Ruhypnol, bitch. <laughs> have you seen the rust laser? That's crazy, dude. Uh, the rust laser? Uh-uh. That thing where like shit's rusting, they go, oh, and it yeah, fucking takes the rust off of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, Brad. Don't yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, garbage. Rust is just no. surface, like it, I mean, dude. Look it up. You'll sandpaper be impressed. Takes rust off shit. The most no, amazing no. part of it is the fucking hypnotic sounds. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's like, this, like this, it's like this beautiful. It's a laser. Yeah. I mean, you can laser engrave metal. No, bro, it's like, like wild. Like they have like fucking old car from there. It's gone. Like down to the, the metal, perfect. Rust. Yeah, I don't know how you're not impressed by that. You blow my mind sometimes. You're like on board with a some sandblaster. Does that though? Yeah, but that's media going everywhere and glass yeah. beads blasting. But a laser, over. you can laser etch in metal. You can cut metal with a laser, and you're impressed by taking rust off. Watch the video before you miss <laughs> it. No, I don't get it. I don't know. So uh, we you are can, part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can shoot Network. stuff with a laser. Like, you can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Super Garbage Day Podcast with Brian Ross. He also has a bunch of cool YouTube videos, actually. He's been sending me the samples. He's uh, oh, really? Yeah, actually really good. Like stuff you might be into, like vintage game stuff. Like, hey, these are the titles. Like there was something last night that Maddox was all, oh, dang, yeah, that is interesting. Like I guess Xbox uh, is going to close down like their online store or whatever, like their digital archive or something. So like all these games are disappearing forever that were only available digitally. So if you don't get them now, you'll never have them. They're just gone because they weren't ac- actually made. Physically, like, yeah. Like that dude does some serious fucking research on this shit. Like we've been shouting it out, but like, I was impressed with his research and what he does or like, these are the titles that you can get for this and they're worth that. And then like he was talking about the Burger King games. I didn't know Burger King had fucking Xbox games. Oh, I've got them. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but yeah, he has really good. Uh, I mean, I assume it's just super garbage day on YouTube. I don't know. I should probably do my research, but I'm sure a little bit of Googling, you'll find that shit yeah. or go, you know, go find them, but go check out the podcast. If you're into retro games, Brian Ross is hilarious and is insightful and intelligent and well-researched for what he's doing. And if you're into that, you'll, you will like it. Um, also check out robots for eyes podcast. <laughs> What's Brad buying? Found one. One of those machines. I think so for 3000. No Damn. way. Yeah. It's That's a fake. limited version. No, it's no it's same. You, you need to get a real one for 167,000 and scan that one and see if it's bullshit. <laughs> this one says it's nah. uh, that one's from Walmart, dude. That's no, a fucking the Walmart. Yeah. It's it's a Gemini handheld analyzer. Maybe it only does but one genre. I think it, I think it does. It's, you have to pay it's, for the it's limited. It's limited. Yeah. To it's what genre the spectrum. Yeah. 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 This is just a drug one. It yeah. doesn't tell you if titties are fake. <laughs> yeah. You need x-ray glasses. Yeah. No, those sure. things blow my mind. Also check out uh hillbilly horror stories. Uh, he was in the hospital. Send him some prayers. Check that out. Uh, Could you really walk around happy with x-ray glasses? Like you might, you probably see stuff you don't want. Oh, for oh, sure, all yes. the time. 
Like yeah. You'd have to just slip them. I don't on think it would be worth wearing. No, you'd have to. It'd be like well, once in a while. Because well, like, it, it's not like naked. It's like some smashed ass titties, weird shaped butts. Like oh, it's not. True. They're in all the pa- clothes. Yeah, should yeah. be packed in the clothes. It won't look the same. You know, you can do that with Photoshop though. Like you can take yeah, away I've certain spectrums. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. And anyways, or there's those things you can just see through anything into black. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. You can see straight in this motherfucker. See all the electronic components. Yeah, you'd be naked right now. Wow. You don't want to see that. I only wear black underwear for the record. Yeah. yeah. Fuck a Gemini. Yeah. 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 Well, can we say yeah more? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Yeah. That is our primary sponsor. It is nutritious and delicious. Both those things. Yeah. Um, you can get it at shopelucateco.com. Uh, yeah. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it at most major grocery stores. I don't know. Mm. Kroger's or something. Is that a word? I think that's a word. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have it somewhere. Yeah. They got every every grocery let's, store. Let's go Kroger. I'm gonna do it over male orgasm noises background. You can lick my Kroger. Oh yeah. I like week. it. Um if you're outside the United States, you can go to mexgrocer.co.uk or you can just Google that shit, you'll find it. Um oh, yeah. if you see it in the wild every Foreigners, week we give out yeah. a hot sack prize. We uh labor over oh, the decision. Oh my god. <laughs> we labor over the decision to make that and we send out the hot sack. So uh this week's winner um was rotten dog food vomit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't oh, think god. of her name at the moment, but congratulations. Use yeah. Who was it? What was the name? Chloe seven four seven. That's why I can remember because she's like a fucking oh, she's yeah. a Kardashian and an airplane. Oh, That's all I'm gonna yeah. remember that. Yeah. Oh, so an Airbus. Oh, check God. that out. Um, also, uh, print dirt cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and get stickers and or printed goods. If you need a banner, you can also get that at two day banners. That's the oh, number two stickers, daybanners.com. Yeah. You get those banners in as little as 48 hours. I got something sticky. Um, on you can your also face. check out Jimmy oh, D's yeah. Tees oh. and Mindframe podcast across all listening platforms. Oh, yeah. Mm. These guys, they're already finished. So it's just, it's the afterglow right now. Oh, yeah. Mm. You guys think it sounded crazy? You should have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> they touched each other in ways that I couldn't even imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. it. All right. John Reddick at r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent, Sofa King Dave. And uh, go to patreon.com, black slash Sofa King Podcast. Support the show. Hope you're